The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. First of all, I have to ask, because I'm proud of it, what did you think of the opening, Vicki? I think that was great. Yeah, very engaging. Oh, very, very good. I'm glad you... <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Uh, that was that was a self-serving uh, fishing for a compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anytime. I appreciate it. By the way, Vicki McGrath is our guest for the entire time that we're together today, and and she is a dynamic individual. She's in. She's located in our a our great friends up north in in that area, and uh, you can follow along by going to vickimcrath.ca and that's uh, we'll access her website and we'll talk about all of that she's a coach she's an intuitive coach she works with people with business and she's been doing this for a little while now how long have you been doing this well uh funny you should ask kevin because actually it's really only been about two years that i've been uh i've been on this journey um and that's because uh you know uh, before the pandemic i was kind of uh living my life in uh by default <laughs> and uh once the pandemic hit and i i started to feel uh isolated with the you know the fact that we couldn't really go out and do the things that we normally did i'm i'm an extrovert i enjoy engaging with people uh Part of the business uh, sales process that I'm involved with is definitely going out and being in the community, speaking with people, uh, talking with referral partners, building relationships. And so that whole process of, of really kind of having to work from home very, uh, you know, sort of strictly up here in Canada, we were really uh, a lot stricter than perhaps the U.S. Uh, and... I started to feel very anxious and um, depressed, and I really, uh, I really started to be bothered by this uh, this sort of downward spiral that I was in, and these repetitive negative thoughts that just seemed to come on every day. The same old thoughts came in, um, and so I really decided that. Uh, I was going to do something about it and began to explore the world of mindset training to see if there was something that I could do to improve the way I was feeling. And so that decision led me to uh, Dana Wilde's book, Train Your Brain, which funnily enough, I already had on my bookshelf. So there you go. Uh, and her material really talked about this, this formula that I'm now sort of, you know, that I've tailored to my own uh, ideas, but that really talked about how to go about uh, basically recognizing the repetitive thoughts that are going on in your mind, 
uh, understanding them, and then really choosing if you want to feel better. And that's really the key piece, I think, is that you have to make the choice. Uh, you know, do I really want to continue to match up these negative, repetitive thoughts? Or do I want to try something different? And then, of course, if you decide to replace the negative thoughts with something more positive, then you feel better. And that's when, you know, as you feel better, and you're vibration raises, that's when you start to get all of these great ideas, all of these new insights, all of these circumstances and people. And the, the fun thing about the whole mindset process is that it's all in your mind, literally. So, you know, you can be doing all of this uh, in your own mind without telling anybody else what you're doing. And still you can feel better. And when you feel better, the people around you are also uplifted. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of time not thinking about what we're thinking. And and we just are just allowing it to be whatever it is. And and in order to create a positive mindset, you have to be more conscious of what you're thinking, don't you? Yes, that's 100% right. And the, the whole thing about being the conscious creator is that, you know, if you if you think about all of these negative thoughts uh, that are kind of running by default in our minds. There, there's a couple of different pieces there. One is that, you know, as little kids or even as babies, you know, we're, we have these open minds, right? It's like when you're a baby, they call you a sponge, right? And that's literally true. All you're doing is getting all of the information, all of the communication, all of the vibes from the people around you. And the people who are giving you that knowledge, your parents, your relatives, your teachers, you know, all of these people in your life as you're growing up have absolutely no idea how to program a mind. And so that's why we get all of these thoughts by default. And so as we grow up and get older, you know, we just continue to kind of run on default or regurgitate these thoughts. And they could be, you know, generations old you don't know right it could have been something that grandma told dad and then dad just kept on repeating it and so none of these thoughts are actually ours and so that's a really exciting revelation once you kind of notice that uh, that you don't actually have to think any of the thoughts that are in your mind you can choose every single thought that you think and uh, I found that to be super exciting and the other part about the the mind that I learned is that you know there's there's the unconscious mind, there's the conscious mind. Uh, the unconscious mind is where kind of all of these old thoughts are, are and feelings are lying around and that keep kind of bubbling up. There's the conscious mind, which is the educated mind, the, the one that we actually make decisions with. And then within the unconscious mind, there's also something called the reticular activating system. And you probably know this already, Kevin, but I thought it was really cool that the reticular activating system is actually like, uh, it's like that little bubbler, you know? It's the one that just continues to match up the thoughts and the things that you see. And it's like this, this thought loop that just keeps going on. And, and it just, it's literally the same thoughts day in and day out. And then you start to notice, oh, I'm thinking the same things day in and day out. Oh, that must be why I'm seeing this, or it must be why I'm thinking that. And, and that's the problem is that that loop just goes by default unless we interrupt it and use this, this process of, you know, noticing, choosing something new, and then uh, replacing the, the negative repetitive loop thought with a positive thought loop. 
You know, it it always amazes me that when we talk, talk about our moms and dads and and how they raised us and stuff, we tend to forget because when we get old enough, our moms and dads are older. But when we were young, when I was when I was up till five, my mother was twenty five years old. What did she know when she exactly. was twenty? So she was basing what she knew how to teach and how to mold a young person was from her parents who were 25 when they had her. And so it's a an ongoing thing that we as an individual really should recognize that, yeah, I love my mom and dad. Were they perfect? Far from it. Were they able to give me the type of mental things that I needed in order to live a, a worry-free and fun and carefree and, and positive lifestyle? No, not a bit. So that's why we have to retrain ourselves, and that's why we need to talk to people like Vicki who can help us understand why we're getting the stories that are in our heads, where they come from, and then the positively how to actually change those stories into something that will benefit you. Would that be a, a, a great synopsis of what your work is? A hundred percent. Yeah, you're absolutely a hundred percent right. And I think it, it, it doesn't serve us one bit, in my opinion, to go back and rehash, you know, uh, what mom did or what dad did or, you know, what happened to us in the past. Uh, none of our pasts were perfect. <laughs> None of our, uh, and that just it goes to exactly what you were saying, right? Everybody who has ever done anything is always doing the best they can with the best, the best knowledge and the best awareness that they have. But the reality is that awareness is continuing to raise, and that is now our benefit, uh, really. So we should just look forward and not worry about what happened in the past. Just you know, accept that. Things were not perfect. And now you get to choose. You get to be the conscious creator of what you focus on going forward. And that, I think, will will help a lot of, um, you know, help to understand that there's no, there's no forgiving yourself for, you know, having thought these things these thoughts or there's no worrying that the thoughts that you've thought already in your life are going to influence things in the future. Just forget all of that. Just drop it and move forward with the more positive thoughts from now on. It can be an incredible scary thing or also an incredibly empowering thing. If you say to yourself, I get to create my world and everything around it by the choices that I make, no other. And, and then to look at those choices is in a real positive way and make the most positive choice you can. But a lot of times, Vicki, we don't, we're not capable. We don't sit down and go, well, you know, reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. You know, <laughs> the, the, the scarecrow is like, I've got a brain and let me see, how do I change my thoughts into a positive way so that I can change my life? And most people don't even, they don't look at it that way and they don't even believe it's possible. So, but you're here to tell us it's possible. Right. And so I always start with, you know, with saying that the, the first step is, is to notice, right? It, first of all, you notice, and then you decide that you want to, uh, you know, feel better. That, so you, you make that choice. And then 
you decide to replace the negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Now, I always say that the positive thoughts must be very soothing and very gentle to begin with so that you're not sort of causing an uproar in your mind because that old program is going to kick up a fuss and say, oh, no, you're not done with me yet. And so if you go in there too quickly and start making specific uh, positive statements about things that are really contrary to what you've been thinking, then that's when you're going to, you know, you're going to say, oh, this is too hard and I don't like what I'm feeling and I don't want to do this anymore. And then you'll just go back to default living. So I think the important thing to do is, is to just start really simple. And so, you know, I started really simple with, uh, I like fun. I like freedom. I like the beach. I like snorkeling, you know, like really silly, but, but fun and positive, you know, things that are fun and positive, but also super light and that will not cause your mind to go, hey, what is she doing? I don't like this, right? You're just, uh, when you think about those really easy things, like I like fun, I like freedom. I mean, who who can disagree with those things? Is there a person among us that wouldn't like more fun or wouldn't like more freedom, right? So I think those are the key pieces is that you start really, really gentle, really soothing and very general. And that way, you know, as you start to get that feeling, okay, so what is the feeling of a positive uh, thought, you know, what are the what are the feelings versus the thoughts that I've been having? So you can you can feel it even just talking about it. Right? You can feel how I like fun. I like freedom. You know how that makes you feel. It it uplifts you. You can feel it physically in your body. You can feel it in your mind. Right. It versus, uh, you know, whatever negative thought you might be feeling feels heavy and dense and and claustrophobic, right? Where you can't seem to, you can't seem to shake off the, the negative feelings. And so that's the key piece is that feeling sense is, is part of it. And that's part of the, you know, the, the feeling better. And that's part of opening to your intuition. That's part of that positive vibration feeling that, that starts to, to emerge as you, uh, you know, continue to, plot along choosing more and more, uh, you know, maybe more and more specific positive thoughts towards what you want to choose, you know, whatever your particular negative thinking pattern might be, you know, to start choosing more and more specific things. But if you start slow and general and soothing, then you can understand that the key piece always is how do you feel when you're thinking that thought? Do you feel light? and happy or do you feel dense and and heavy and so those are the the key pieces to understanding your vibration and how to raise that vibration and by raising your vibration that's when you start just start to feel better all around your feelings are a good indication aren't they of how you're actually doing if you're if you're feeling down and depressed it it because you are, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> very astute. You like that, huh? I went to school for a long time to learn how to say that. And, but on the other hand, if you're feeling, if something energizes you, if you're feeling good about something that you're doing, um, that's real positive. And where does intuition come into this? 
Well, I think, you know, once you start to, to feel better, uh, I always, you know, say intuition are those great ideas, those great insights that just kind of seem to appear, the people, the circumstances that show up in your life, uh, once you've started that, you know, to feel better consistently. And that is where I think intuition comes in is that it's guiding you now to take the next step towards, you know, whatever the person or the, the circumstances or the, the insight or the idea, that's your guide. Okay. Now move step forward into that step forward into this next thing. And every time you get those sort of intuitive downloads, that's when you get additional guidance on how to move forward and continue your, your conscious creation of how to, you know, how to be, the person that you really want to be in this life, because at the end of the day, you know, what we need to ask ourselves when we're feeling a little bit better is what do I want to do with my life? What, you know, what do I want to do? Am I happy doing what I'm doing currently? Do I want to do something else? You know, is, has something been calling me for a long time and I really denied it or I just didn't want to hear it or I wasn't in a place where I could hear it. And I think that's what, you know, what, when intuition comes in, that's what it guides us to see. Now, you know, it's interesting that you say that. First of all, and I've, I've said this often, but it bears repeating again, and that is the two questions that I see mostly in everybody, everybody at one point or another, almost, virtually everybody that I've interviewed over the course of uh, 20 years, which is, I can't even tell you how many. It's, you know, <laughs> it's um, a lot of people. A lot of people, but every one of them has said at some point in their life, is this all there is? And why am I really here? And everybody comes up with those questions. And you, you mentioned something, and I want to dig deeper into this. And you mentioned something called a download. I would like you to explain to our audience, because some people are saying, download i understand a computer download but i didn't i don't what, what, the, what the hell do you mean download what is a psychic download if you will well i i feel like downloads can come in in uh in a variety of ways uh so uh you know the intuition is kind of uh i would say broken up uh, into the senses. I guess that's probably the best way to look at it. So, you know, those are the clairs, right? So clairsentience is, is just, is, is feelings. So clairsentience is feelings. Uh, clairvoyance is, is, is psychic sight or clear sight. Uh, clairaudience is hearing. Uh, you, you actually don't really hear voices, but they, that's what they, that's what they call it. And then there's claircognizance, which is just, you just know. And so, uh, when you open uh, to your intuitive guidance, when you start to feel better and you start to, uh, you know, get those great ideas, they're going to come in in a way that is right for you. And that, you know, is kind of your your guidance system. And so, you know, if you have if you have a, a clear cognizant download, you just suddenly know something and there's no way that you could know it. Uh, there's nobody that told you that there's there's no teacher that ever gave you that knowledge. You just suddenly know something. Uh, you might know something is going to happen. You might know something about somebody. You might know, uh, you know, how to complete a project. Uh, you might know something. Uh, you might have, you know, an idea about something that uh, that doesn't even you know, isn't even in your life yet. And you'll, 
you'll eventually find out what that download meant. Uh, but, and it's the same with the others. So you might get a picture in your mind of something and that's a, a that's a, a clairvoyant download, or you might hear something in your body uh, telling you or giving you guidance or direction about something and that's a clairaudience. So there's, or, you know, you might feel something, uh, you might just have like, you know, you might get goosebumps or you might have you might feel sensations in your body. You might have tingling or prickling or heat or something that just doesn't, you know, physically doesn't make sense. But all of those, uh, I call them downloads, are guiding you forward in some way as part of your intuit and as part of your intuition. I would like to suggest to our listener audience, what I want you to do is go take your clothes off and go get in the shower. And, uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe not right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe not right now. If you're driving, probably not. And Kat and, and Vicky, you stay right where you are. Um, but and I'm going to stay right where I am. Thank God for you. And uh, but uh, uh, and the reason I bring that up is that a lot of times, uh, if you think back on it, everyone that's listening, if you think back on it, that you may have been wrestling with a problem for a while and you're thinking about it for a while you step into the shower where you're all alone uh, hopefully and you're all <laughs> alone and and then um for whatever reason and i think it has to do with the water and the energy connectivity and it kind of makes it easier to transmit things you'll come up oftentimes with a brand new thought or a brand new idea or a brand new resolution to what you've been struggling with. And that would is what I would call a download. And I think everybody has had that experience, at least everybody I've talked to. How about you? Yes. And that's why I say, you know, insights and ideas uh, come through that you wouldn't otherwise, you know, have had access to. And I think that happens in the shower, too, because our conscious mind is kind of occupied with the task at hand, right? You're, you're busy showering. And, your and so that kind of leaves your mind open a little bit or your conscious mind or unconscious mind, or I, I don't even know what you would call that part of it, uh, of the mind that's open, you know, when you're getting your intuition. Uh, but I think that's, I think that's what's happening is that you're occupied. You're not really thinking about it. And, and the, and I think you're right too. the water and the, the, you know, it's clearing away all your negative energy at the same time. Right. So I think there's a lot to that. Yeah. So, so, so do I. And, and it, once you begin, and I know this has happened to you for a long time, uh, but once you begin feeling your intuition, it becomes easier. It's like a muscle. I've been told this many times. It's if you practice it, it's like a muscle, and and you get better at doing it. But a lot of us don't have the faith in ourselves. We don't have the belief or the trust that the downloads that we're getting are actually real. We think they're an imagining of some kind. Do you find that in your work a lot? Yes, and I would say you know that. Uh, you just have to learn to trust, right? You just have to trust. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to take any action. You can just see what happens with that information, right? It, it's not it's not something that you're going to like leap up and, and necessarily do anything about right then and there. It might just be a piece of the puzzle and the rest of the puzzle pieces might come along or they might have already come in and you just haven't noticed that 
that they all kind of fit together. But I think the idea is that you just have to trust. And I think the other thing too, is that, you know, the, the better you feel uh, and the more positive your mindset, the more often you're going to get these intuitive downloads. <clears throat> and I think that's the, that's the other piece is that if you can't, if you haven't figured out how to continue to have a positive mindset, then that's when, you know, if you kind of cycle back and forth between having negative thoughts and positive thoughts, then you might notice that when you're having the positive thoughts, that's when you're going to be getting more of the information. But if you're in the negative place, you probably aren't going to be getting information. I think that's probably also why, you know, people don't feel like they can that they're getting the information, it's it's still coming in, you're just not noticing it. But it's because of your vibration being low, and your thoughts being negative, that you're not getting that sort of consistency. And that's when you start to doubt, right? And that's natural. And that's part of the negative mindset is that doubt, the fear, the anxiety, and that's your mind, you know, your unconscious mind trying to protect you, right? Ooh, that that wasn't real. Don't think about that crazy lady. You know, so they, <laughs> the, the, the unconscious mind is always trying to protect you from what it perceives as, you know, a threat. And that's why the negative mind is always kind of spiraling. And that's, uh, you know, fear and anxiety and doubt it because that's, it, it knows that in the past it's done those, you know, it's done stuff like that and you've responded that way. And then you've been safe from something that would have otherwise possibly been a, of harm to you. But that's when you have to decide, you know, consciously, okay, I'm not in a place where I need to worry about that right now. <laughs> so now I'm going to choose my thoughts and my thoughts are going to be positive. And that's when you'll start to be able to uh, recognize when the in downloads come in. You know, there, there seems to be a, a segment of our population that, and some call it being asleep, some call it not being aware, but they, they don't, it doesn't cross their mind to, to think about their mind and what their mind is telling them. They assume that what they're being told is in some manner or form the truth, and so they never even bring it up to themselves. And that's how people can end up in a downward spiral, isn't it? Well, I would say that's probably the majority of the population, actually, Kevin, really. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> no. I, I, I think it is. I think it's the majority of the population. They, they live by default uh, simply because it's never occurred to them to question whether or not, you know, the way things are are the way they should be. You know, it's just that that's how it's always been. Uh, this is how mom did it. This is how dad did it. This is how, you know, our family's always done it. And so you just assume that that's the way it's supposed to be. But uh, I think, you know, the more the more of us can become those conscious creators of our thoughts, the more uplifting we can be in general, then we perhaps shine a light on the ability to make other decisions for your life and to choose to be that conscious creator as opposed to. Uh, continuing to live by default. So, that, you know, that's kind of my thought in the process is that if I can help uplift one other person so that they can, you know, be a conscious creator of their life going forward and choose the life of their dreams as opposed to, you know, a life by default, then it was worth it. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I, I have some relatives, some actually some rather close relatives that are that are like, you know, I, I started Positive Talk Radio a while ago and 
And my son is, you know, you, you, you've changed. You seem like you're a much more positive person because he grew up with me. This is my son. And he grew up with me. So he remembers uh, road rage or, or yelling <laughs> at another driver or, or whatever, whatever it was. And he said, you weren't always the positive dude that you are today. What changed? And I, I said, it was a mindset, just like you're talking about. I decided at one point in time, like about 20 years ago, that what I was doing wasn't working. And it wasn't that it was right or bad or good or indifferent. It just wasn't working for me anymore. And so I wanted to find something that was working for me. And so going down this road works for me. And it, it and talking to people like you, that's why I do this show. So I get to talk to people like you. Um, it really is remarkable. By the way, we're talking with Vicki McGrath. And if you'd like to go to her website to find out more about her, uh, VickiMcGrath.ca, because you know, she's, you know, like a, in like, you know, a Canada. <laughs> yes, we Canadians, eh? But I think, you know, that, that uh, whole process of, of people noticing that you're different, it can be, it can be scary for people too, right? Because I think the other thing is that, you know, I kind of call this whole negative thought loop, the program, right? It's like the program that we grew up with. It's the program that was implanted into us. It's like, it's like your phone, right? Except the people who program a phone are brilliant and know what they're doing as opposed to us who have our, our minds programmed by people who have no idea what they're doing. But that program is our whole lives, right? So we are living this life. We have people in our lives, you know, husbands, wives, families, uh, and they notice that something is different about you. And that might be really scary for them. And they might act badly about it, right? And they might, they might, you know, uh, they might say things that are hurtful to you. They might say things that are that make you doubt yourself. They might make you feel, uh, you know, anxious or nervous or or fearful that what you're doing is is not is not okay or it's not going to work or it's going to alienate alienate you from them. And that's actually all the same program running on that fear, doubt, and worry. And so I would like to encourage your listeners to be on the lookout for that and to recognize when that's happening. So if your, you know, partner or family member says to you, you know, uh, something that's, that's out of context for them, or perhaps that is, um, you know, something that would put you down when in other circumstances, they would be highly supportive. That's the program. So just be aware of it. And then just make a conscious note in your mind. Oh, there's the program. There it is. And then you just say, aha, this is awesome. I noticed it and keep going and then keep, you know, more and more repetition of the positive thoughts, because you're actually starting to push out and replace those negative thoughts. And that is the key, right? And that's why this program bubbles up every once in a while, because it's, it's nervous, it's frightened, it doesn't want you to leave it, right? It, it's, it's been there your whole life. So just, I really want to point that out, you made me think of that, Kevin, as you were talking about your son, that, you know, people will notice, and uh, some people may not uh, come along with you on your journey. It seems to me, that the program that you're talking about 
is like the standard operating program that almost everybody uses. Yep. <laughs> you got it's, it. It's like, it's like Windows versus uh, what was it, Linux. <laughs> Mac. Or, or Mac, yeah. And, but, but, but everybody uses that same program, and it's comfortable. It, it appears to be comfortable for people uh, because that's what they use. And they don't question it um, until they reach a point in their life when they cannot disregard it or ignore it anymore. And that's, that's when your kind of work can really help somebody when they, when they go, all right, this ain't working. I, I have had enough. Tell me what I need to do and, uh, and call you and you can help them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a hundred percent right. And I, I have examples of, you know, uh, things that have happened in my life since I began, uh, this, this journey. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it's just remarkable. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, I'll just give you an example. So in, in uh, 1999, uh, I went to Hawaii with my fiance to Thanks get married. Know. And um, we actually went there specifically so that I could watch uh, the Ironman World Championships triathlon, which is in Kona in October. So I orchestrated the wedding, uh, of course, to marry my husband, but uh, primarily, actually, just to watch the Iron Man. And so I was there uh, with Jeff, who is my husband now, and we watched the Iron Man for 14 hours. We watched it from 6 a.m. swim start. It's a it's a, a, a swim, bike, and run for those that aren't familiar with triathlon, and it's it's an all day affair. And so we were there for 14 hours from the swim start. Uh, to the to the run finish and at that time I said I am going to do this race even if I have to outlive the competition I'm going to do this race <laughs> and at the time you know I, I'd actually only been running for about five years I'd never done a triathlon in my life uh, before the five years I was uh, smoking I was overweight and so the running was actually kind of to manage that side of things uh, so you know for me to make that decision back then was kind of crazy. Uh, and so, you know, over the course of time, I actually took up triathlon. I entered all the contests that I could. I entered all of the lotteries that I could to get in. It's, it's, a, it's a, a competition that you have to get in uh, by, uh, by a process. It's not just something that you can enter arbitrarily. And so for many years, I tried, uh, you know, to get in in different ways. And wouldn't you know it, uh, in 2021, I got a spot in the Ironman. And so I'm going to be doing that in October 2022. Congratulations. That's huge. It is huge. Thank you. But the, the process that I talk about there is that I made a decision. I chose you know, at that time that I said, I'm going to do this race, that was a decision. And I followed up with action and, you know, ideas and things that came to me over time. And then that, but that only came 23 years later, as I've now opened up to more of that positive mindset and have that positive vibe. And that's not the only thing that's happened for me. Uh, you know, so I would just really encourage people to to take up the the conscious creation 
gauntlet and see what amazing things uh, develop and come into your life that maybe you've been afraid to afraid to dream or that you know if the if the dream came true now it would truly be a miracle and you could really attribute it to your new mindset your new positive way of being so that's the reason why i tell you that story is just so that you know you can see how after so many years things can start to happen for you that you know you would never have known could happen before well, but I will say, first of all, again, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's really like the biggest dream come true. And well, and but it's a dream come true, but it's not, it hasn't been without an incredible amount of hard work. Well, that's true. It, it's it's taken 22 years of effort. <laughs> now I have to ask you, because for those of you who don't know what a triathlete or triathlon is, it's like two and a half mile swim followed by a 20 mile bike ride and then a five mile or 10 mile run. Is that in my, well, so this one is, is like the big kahuna. So it's actually, a um, a 3.8. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to speak in kilometers and stuff because I'm Canadian, but it's a 3.8 kilometer swim, a 180 kilometer bike followed by a 42 kilometer run. So it's, it's, you have got to be, how long does that take three or four? Well, it's going to take me, I would say a minimum of 13 and a half hours. And and I have done other triathlons in the past and that's, that's probably really being optimistic. (laughs) See, See, when I was a kid, I remember I'd go for a swim in the lake and stuff, and then I'd ride my bike and I'd also always get chafed. So you gotta be very careful about it. Taking care, of your, about that. <laughs> taking care of your body and all that kind of and, and then my wife did a 180 mile bike ride uh, it's called the stp and she didn't sit down for three days after yeah. she finished so it is a really grueling thing that you're that you're doing and you have to be in incredible shape i would imagine yes let's hope that uh let's hope that comes to be because otherwise i'll be like your wife and i'll be uh <laughs> I'll be in tough shape afterwards. <laughs> I, I'm sure that you're going to do just fabulously. And, but that just goes to show you that the power of the mind is an incredible thing. It and is. If you make a decision and not a waffling decision or, you know, one of the things I, if I could share a little bit of my own story, one of the things that I'm, I have always regretted is that I never went in and did most of the things in my life, I mean, it worked a little bit differently, but in personal things, I never really committed to it. I was an all-star baseball player when I was a kid, hmm. but I never committed to being going that next level to get to be an incredible baseball player. And I was also an all-star football player, and I didn't go to that next level to make sure I was in the my best shape. I learned my lesson, however, when I was a boxer, and uh, I wasn't in the best shape and I got my face beat in and that was the end of that. So I never I never really I did those things, but I did not do them with a sense of positive purpose. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to be the absolute best I can be because it doing what you're doing. You have to do that, don't you? Well, I think what you're talking about, though, Kevin, is the program. Right. 
It's the yes. program. The program was trying to protect you, right? It was trying to protect you from disappointment. It was trying to protect you from, uh, you know, ridicule from other people judging you, right? So it was easier to just not do it than it was to do it, right? And so I think that's where we have to look at that, right? So in some respects, we can't beat ourselves up for that program, right? We can recognize it, we can acknowledge it, we can say, okay, well, now I can make different decisions, right? So I think that's the that's the point of that is don't, uh, you know, we all could have done, uh, we all could have made decisions about things differently, right? If you think about it, right, the way the way your life has gone, the whole trajectory of your life could have been different if you had done things differently. But at the time, you were running on the program that was, that was, you were on default. And so I think that's why now we know that we can choose uh, the way we want to do things or choose the way we want to think about things, then we can actually decide, okay, so is what I want to do actually going to be fun? Because <laughs> that's key, right? Uh, like most people don't think that that doing that Ironman is fun, right? Let's face it. People don't think that, that that kind of endurance activity is fun for the most part. There's a very small percentage of of people like me who think that that's fun, but I do. I think it's fun. I love running. I love training. I love biking. I love swimming. I love it all. So it's fun for me. So then I think you have to also look at, you know, does it bring you a positive, a positive mindset to do what you want to do? And if it does, then choose it. But if it doesn't make you feel better if if you can look ahead and see the outcome and look at all of the different outcomes that might come to fruition right you know and and if they're positive and they make you feel good then that's the that's the right decision you know it's it's, it's really interesting because because in in my world a um three and a half mile an hour or three and a half mile swim i'll convert it back to uh, miles from because i don't i kilometers i have no idea um, <laughs> a three mile swim a 150 mile bike race and a 25 mile run i first of all i wouldn't matter it wouldn't matter because i couldn't go on the bike race because i'd be dead in the water somewhere because <laughs> i drowned in the swimming part but but for you that's exciting i there's i had another guest on not too far long ago who is uh, a mountain climber and she's the second woman to climb k2 now in my reference it's like it's snowy it's hard it's cold it's why would you do that and in her reference it's like it's heaven it's absolutely the most exciting thing i could possibly do and that is your mindset and if, right. you, if you're passionate about something yeah then follow your mindset and create a positive outlook on it and good things will happen. Haven't you found that that's just kind of just the natural flow of things? Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, to be honest with you, climbing mountains is not for me either, Kevin. So <laughs> don't feel bad about that. <laughs> I, I prefer the beach. <laughs> exactly. You prefer to run on the beach and, and stuff. Right. Like Swim in the ocean, play with I the sea creatures. <laughs> I prefer to sit on the beach. Thank you very much. And, and go yeah. float on the water and uh, with my little snorkel mask on and, 
and uh, hope I don't get harpooned by anybody. Yes. Uh, but, you know, but it's, but I, I get it. And, <laughs> but why is it that a lot of people don't get it? I think, you know, it's because they, it's that, it's that default program, right? It's because they haven't allowed themselves to dream. And, uh, uh, and that's because of that, you know, what, what you experienced, right? That, that you, you, if you don't allow yourself to dream, it's much safer, right? If you do allow yourself to dream, people might judge you, people might ridicule you, 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 something might happen, you might fail, like, is there anything worse that you can think about than failing, right? Who wants to fail? But the reality is that we fail all day long. And most of us just don't even notice that that's what's happening, right? And so if you if you don't dare to dream about what would make you happy, then you never know how to move forward into what would make you happy. And I think the, you know, the, the key piece there is that uh, this is why I also love <laughs> mindset training is because again, you don't have to tell a soul about the decision you've made. You don't have to tell another person that you've decided to become a millionaire in the next year, or you've decided to buy the house of your dreams or whatever you've gone to decide you're going to go to climb K2, whatever the case may be, you don't have to tell anybody. You just have to think about it in your own mind and decide in your own mind and then start taking action on the things that feel good. And that's, that's, I think, the, the part that most people don't realize is that, you know, if they make it, if they declare a dream in their mind, they think that they're going to have to go tell their family or they're going to have to go tell their partner or whatever the case may be. And their partner is going to shoot them down and say, well, that's ridiculous. Why would you do that? So, so, so don't just don't just keep it to yourself until you get to a point where you're in in action and you have to declare what you're up to. <laughs> you know, when you, when you said, uh, about dreaming, um, the first thought that came to my mind was somebody who said, boy, get your head out of the clouds. You can't just dream your way to success. You're going to have to work really hard and it's going to be terrible. and It's going to be awful. And if you don't do it, you know what I mean? And it becomes a real negative thing. But when you're in the flow, I, I have a, um, associate and today we were working together and it was like we were in the flow it was just everything was easy and it was it was it was moving forward and it was positive and it was just it, it, because we were in the flow but when we start talking about it's going to be awful it's going to be icky you're not going to like it you're going to have to work really hard at it and it's you know it, it, it we get that voice in our head that says oh come on who the hell do you think you are i've been told that by people who the hell do you think you are to oh who hasn't 100 percent. i i i have been told my whole life you're too loud you speak up too much you nobody wants to hear from you right oh i get it i still get it <laughs> i get it all the time <laughs> well you probably get it more now than you did before because of the you do but you know, I, I mean, that's that's part of the program, right? That is part of the program. And so, if we can say to ourselves, oh, "Success is fun. Success is easy. I want to do what's fun. I want to do what's adventurous. I want to do what's, you know, what's freeing." If you just start telling yourself the things that you want, 
and that make you happy, then new ideas, new thoughts, new insights will come to you that will guide you that way. But if you just live in fear, and most of us do, but who wants to live in fear your whole life, right? Like if you can make a decision not to do that anymore, then then do just decide right now. I, I'm not living in fear anymore. I'm going to choose the way I want to live. And again, you only have to say that to yourself in your own mind. You don't have to tell anybody else. But if you're having trouble understanding or recognizing that, I highly suggest that you give Vicki McGrath a call or, or go to her website, which is vickimcgrath.ca, and uh, talk to her about, you know, you want to start this journey and you want to change who you are. Keep in mind that when you change who you are, good things will happen. And 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 Vicky's right. Other people may um, be vibrating at a, at a less frequency and not be as excited about your uh, changes and what you're doing, but that's just okay. That's part of life. Um, so contact Vicky and, uh, and she can, she can help you. So, um, that would, that would be great. And congratulations again. How now I got to ask you as an aside, how often are you training? Are you running every day? You must be, you must be running and biking and swimming every day. Yeah, it's it's six days, uh, six days a week right now. I really do kind of force myself to take a day off uh, because I don't know whether you've ever done yoga or whatever, but there's like an integration, right? So you have to integrate the integrate the activity uh, and also give yourself a break, right? Like your your mind and body can really, uh, for me, they can really force force me to do things uh, way overboard. So it's better to take a day off and just say, I'm, I'm training six days a week. And then I have to figure it out from there. <laughs> you know, what goes on every other day? <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is that when you're, you are doing that um, and you're training every day, it is, uh, it is exciting. Uh, but, but you need to take a day off just to get your, your mind right about what you're doing. Hello. When will we have a job? Should I wait until my mental health recovers Oh, this is a good, this is actually a good one. This is from Emily. Hello. When will I have a job? Should I wait until my mental health recovers or should I do treatment while working? Um, my, my, I would tell you, Emily, first of all, that, uh, never, we all need a coach. We all need somebody to help us. Uh, because we can't do it ourselves. So I don't think, I don't think those two things are related at all. I think you should continue working on yourself always. And if you can get some help with that, that's even better. What do you think, Vicki? Well, I think uh, Emily would benefit from, uh, from recognizing, you know, what her, her current mindset is, right? If her mindset is, is on those repeat negative thoughts, then she needs to look at how to interrupt them and replace the negative with the positive thoughts. And then, uh, you know, as she as she progresses along the the journey of uh, of choosing the thoughts and feeling better, then I bet you that job, uh, I, the ideas, the people, the circumstances that lead to the job that you're seeking will come to you. But it's key that you uh, you work on your mindset. That is. That is that repeat program going that's that's bringing you down. I, Emily, I hope that helps uh, a little bit. And uh, um, if you want more information about Vicky, go to Vicky McGrath of uh, CA. 
And so, but thank you for, thank you for tuning in. And, uh, and uh, we appreciate that. And Holly Berry has a question about, have, 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 Vicki, have you read the book, The Four Agreements? I have not read The Four Agreements. Oh, then, um, then she, I, she can't be curious about what your thoughts are on it because she, <laughs> and and emily responds by saying thank you so much it helped a lot and, i'm glad and, uh, emily every you know positive talk radio is designed i bring people like like vicky who can help you i've got lots and lots of episodes of 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 your self-worth and and positive talk and helping each other and helping yourself live life a little bit better. And so I encourage you to go listen to some of the other shows, listen to this show again, which will be up on uh, um, positivetalk.net tomorrow, maybe later today. We'll see. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's important that you continue. You, you've recognized that there's a problem, just continue to work with it and to find some people in your world that surrounds you that can love you and help you and uh and support you in your your new way of being and vicky is, isn't that kind of right that it's when you make a commitment to yourself to be positive you're making a commitment that is a new way of being isn't it it is you're you're choosing to be a conscious creator and that is uh I think the key first step for, for most of us who have perhaps uh, never realized that we haven't had a, a conscious thought our whole lives, that our thoughts have been other people's thoughts. And so if you make that conscious decision, uh, you literally will become a new person altogether. You know, when you wake up one morning and you say, I've been living other people's thoughts, that's kind of gross, isn't it? Um <laughs> I think it's gross. <laughs> it, it's, it certainly is like I have been living other people's thoughts my entire life. Maybe I should live my own thoughts from now on. Right. 100%. And create those thoughts. Yeah. And feel better. Right. And that's when uh, that's when good ideas come to you. Uh, you have to feel better first. That's, that's the that's the journey is always choosing to feel better. And you know, you're on the right path when you start feeling better and you're more enthusiastic about life, about your situation, about what's going on with you. Cause it's really important. It's really important. So, so Vicki, we're coming to our, in the end of our time together. First of all, I would like to invite you back. Um, I have a program that we're starting where I'm rotating about a hundred really cool coaches and teachers and, and light workers and, and people that can do some amazing things uh, to appear on the show uh, on a regular basis. Uh, maybe I would love that. Thank that. you. We would love to invite you to do that um, so that we can follow your, the uh, Iron Man to see if <laughs> we'll book you two days after it to give you a couple of days to, uh, to uh, recover. But, but I want to give you a moment to tell our audience or talk to our audience about anything that you would like them to know before we have to go away. Sure. Thank you. Well, I would just say, you know, if, if anyone uh, would like to connect with me and learn more about, uh, you know, how they can develop a positive or success mindset and the formula uh, that I use, if, if they think that that uh, would benefit them, you know, either personally or 
in their workplace or in their career or whatever the case may be, um, you know, or if they think that uh, there are people in their workplace or, you know, that their team or their organization uh, that they could help uplift by changing their own mindset. Uh, you know, they can connect with me for sure at uh, www.vickymcgrath.ca. And I'd love to hear uh, from anybody that might like to work with me and how I can help them to uh, to become the people that they would like to like to be and live the life of their dreams. And I just like to point out because Vicky does, and we didn't talk about it on this episode. We did the last time and we will next time. She also works with businesses. And if you are a CEO or an owner of a business, I implore you to contact Vicky because let me let me explain. Things are different than they used to be. Used to be you go to work for 30 years, you can tell an employee to do anything you want to, and if they didn't like it, well, they could go pound sand. Uh, the, the, the rules have changed. People don't respond that way anymore. And so you need to, you need to operate your company from a positive mindset enlisting everybody and their minds to all work together and to, as I like to say, get into the boat and paddle like hell all together in the same direction. And if you do that, you might think that you're being too kind or you're not going to be viewed as being strong or whatever. But what will happen is your employees will become more loyal. Their sick time will go down. Their productivity will go up. The ideas that they bring forth will be many. And they will be a lot better than what you can think of by yourself. So take contact Vicki and she can help change the culture of your company, which not only makes it more, geez, I was going to say more better. <laughs> it not only makes it better for everyone that works there, but it also will raise your profits and uh, you will profit handsomely from it. Do you agree with that, by the way? I 100% do agree with that. And and the other thing is, you know, just what you were saying there is that as, you know, if, if your employees are coming to work uh, with a positive mindset, then they are getting great ideas. They're getting, you know, insights and uh, circumstances and people are coming into their lives that can only benefit the the job. And so that's, I think, you know, that's a really great point. Yes, indeed. One of the things that one of my missions in life is I want to change the culture of American business from CEOs on down and, and, and to do it in a, a manner that is positive and befitting everybody that everybody's equal and we all can do great things together, but we've got to be together. That's the only, we're all one. That's the way it works. Uh, so Vicki McGrath, go to Vicki McGrath.ca. Uh, find out all the information about her. I want to thank you. This has been a great show. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that I added some value to your listeners. Always, 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 always. And I want to thank you and stay right where you are. And I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another. Be 